Well, here's something that you've heard before. In fact, you've heard it 200 times. Clayton Kershaw won a game. This is Locked On MLB. You are Locked On MLB. Your daily MLB podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hello, baseball fans, and welcome to Locked On MLB, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, with your team every day. This is the daily podcast. We talk about all of Major League Baseball. I am your host, Paul Francis Sullivan. You don't believe me? How could I get this lower third where I declare that my name is Sully? And hey, this episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On today to get started. I am an Emmy-nominated television producer who has been a baseball podcaster for over a decade now, and this is my fifth season as a member here of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. Hey, we had our, uh, our logo up at Times Square. I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, you can follow us at Locked On MLB Pods on Twitter and Instagram. I'm your pal Sully. I'm at Sully Baseball on Twitter, Sully Baseball Podcast on Instagram. Yeah, I'm flying solo today. There's some, a lot of times I have guests on, we talk about stuff, but this is another uh, solo trip for me. The Dodgers won. They beat the Mets, and it's one of those games when you you look at it, it's like, wow, that is circle that game because it's a you know matchup between two teams that uh, a lot of people are probably picking to. You go to the world, one of those teams to go to the World Series. I and mean, the Dodgers obviously have a, had a great year, had several great years in a row. The Mets have huge expectations. And it was an, a nice old fashioned Clayton Kershaw game. Maybe not one of the games where he went nine or something like that, but he wound up, I mean, he had a great game. He pitched seven innings. All you shut out, he struck out nine and he walked none. And for Red Sox fans, uh, you say, oh, gosh, which member of the 2018 Red Sox came up big today? Well, today was J.D. Martinez, who went four for five with two home runs. Uh, The Dodgers have had a weird up-and-down start of the season, but they're at even 500 right now. And who are we kidding? The Dodgers are going to be fine. You know, I mean... They're going to be just fine. But, you know, they're playing the Mets. And anytime you have a team that a lot of people think are going to be terrific and you wind up winning those games, you know, you circle that. You circle that. And if you're getting a – if you're getting vintage Clayton Kershaw, yeah, you circle that too. Now, here's the interesting thing. They didn't gain any ground. They gained ground on the, the Padres. Uh, Spencer Strider was great. And the the Braves beat the Padres 8-1. to one. That's a misleading score. That's a very misleading score because it was a very good pitcher's duel until the eighth inning. Uh, Snell pitched fine. It was 2-0 going into the eighth inning. or Yeah, it was 2-0 going into the eighth inning. And then Braves scored three in the um, eighth, three in the ninth. Olsen hit a three-run home run. So if you looked at it, I said, oh, man, the, the, the Braves blew the doors off the dump. In Petco, it, it was just the Padres' bullpen had a bad day. It was actually a very well-played game up until that. But, hey, that's a 
Padres are now three games under 500. But you remember all that fascination everyone had with the Rays and the huge great start that they had. And mind you, they had it. They they dusted themselves off from a bad loss the other day to the um, to the Cincinnati Reds and blew the Rays blew out the Reds ten nothing. Wall's got a four hit game. Uh, Taj Bradley, another great pitcher, fits right in. So you know, don't worry, the, the the Rays are are doing just fine. But the hottest team in baseball right now are, say it with me, the Atlanta Braves, who are having an eight-game winning streak of their own. It may not seem as impressive because it didn't start right at the beginning of the year. So, gosh, there ain't no – but here they are. And, and what have I said? What have I said all year, every year? It's never the wrong time to go on a big winning streak. And the Braves have won more than a week of games in a row and not against chumps. They went to San Diego. They're the road team. And so, you know, even with the Mets having, you know, they, they won some big games recently. They had a big win the other day against Los Angeles. They have a, uh, you know, they have a winning record. Uh, the the Marlins had, you know, won back-to-back games. And they they have a winning record right now. But the Braves, right now, 14 and 4. Compare that to Tampa Bay's 15 and 3. Just one game separates those two teams' start. Everyone in their moose was looking at Tampa Bay's start because it, you know, the number was, what, was 13 and 0 at one point or 14, whatever the hell it was. But the Braves' start is almost as impressive. It's almost as, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? You know, almost as impactful. And remember, we we all know that the American League East is going to be, you know, tighter than sardines by the time the playoffs come. And it, the National League East was, I, I literally flipped a coin trying to pick a team. I picked the Braves. But, you know, the did I? Who the hell did I pick? I don't remember. I don't remember. I picked either the Braves or the Mets. And I said the Marlins. No, I know. I did pick the Braves. I did pick the Braves. But I said it was a coin flip. And I thought the Marlins were also going to make the wild card. Well, look it. If it gets that razor thin towards the end, I know it's early. But as I said, you look back to now, the fabulous start that Tampa had and the fabulous start that Atlanta has may be the difference between the two. You, 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 said, you just have to go to last year. The Yankees got off to that unbelievable start, and then they went on that massive slump right after the All-Star break, but they had built up enough capital that they were able to, you know, that no team really came up and scratched them. And every Yankee fan knows that they won the division because they built up such a big lead that even when Toronto was playing very, very well the second half of the year, they couldn't catch up with them. Well, that's what Tampa's doing now. That's what Atlanta's doing now. And you know Atlanta just again, it was it was a deceptive eight to one final. But here we go. By the way, um, Wednesday's games include it, it's nine thirty in the morning on the West Coast, so they got an early game with Rasmussen pitching uh, against Stout as the Rays are going to take on the Reds. Uh, you know, early games. There's a bunch of early games going on tomorrow. Um, I'm actually not sure. The uh, yeah, and the Braves and Padres are another one. So we're going to see those two super starts. And remember, just keep this in mind. 
all the talk, all the eyes on the phenomenal winning streak that the uh, Rays started the year with. And another part wasn't just the fact they were winning. They they're winning by such an unbelievably wide margin. Their, their run differential was off the charts. But the fact of the matter is that if the these two factors, if the Rays happen to lose, and it happens, it happens, especially, you know, day game after night game, maybe a team is groggy. If the Rays happen to lose, and if the um, uh, Braves win, then the Braves and the Rays will have the same record. It just, the Rays record feels bigger because of the way they started. And in fact, Tampa's uh, run differential is now plus 75. Atlanta's is plus 33. So, you know, the Rays were just blowing the other teams out of the water. But still, in the end, it's about winning games. And that's what these two teams are doing. By the way, do you know who's also winning games? Uh, and and they're on the cusp of 500 or not maybe or approaching it Detroit Detroit won three straight walk-off games they are now on a five game winning streak are the Tigers good I don't know they're beginning timely hitting they want they had three straight walk-off wins and then Eduardo Rodriguez remember him I keep bringing up heroes of the 2018 Red Sox here he pitched eight brilliant shot innings. The Tigers won one nothing, and coupled with the fact that Cleveland and and they, they, it was against Cleveland. Remember the team everyone picked to win the division. I think I picked Minnesota, but still, Cleveland was a consensus pick. So when you have Detroit, who wants to have a worthwhile season, and they take on one of their chief division rivals, and they wind up walking off of them, they 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 swept the doubleheader today. They had a walk-off win in the early game in the in the opener. Eduardo Rodriguez throws the one-nothing game in the nightcap. When you have those head-to-head games with the teams you're trying to chase, and you you win them. Look at, I don't think Detroit's necessarily a great team, but they had a they had a good ending of the season in 2021. They had a horrific 2022. Maybe they're bouncing back a little bit. I don't know. Some surprise teams are playing well. And some of the teams just did what they had to do. They had to pop the hood and tinker with it. And you're seeing that some of that tinkering has helped some of these teams win some big games. Kind of like when you tinker with your motor. A championship team, it's all about making sure every player is the perfect fit. It's the same when it comes to your vehicle. Every part needs to fit just right. So the next time you need parts and accessories, Head to eBay Motors. With eBay Guaranteed Fit, you can make sure every part you need fits right the first time around. Just add your ride to My Garage and look for the green check to know the part will fit or your money back. Because like in sports, confidence is the name of the game. When you shop on eBay Motors and with over 122 million parts to choose from, you'll be back in the game in no time. After all, it's easy to bring home a win when the right parts are guaranteed. Get the right parts, the right fit, and the right prices on ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. Eligible items only and exclusives, exclusions apply. I almost made it through a live read without stumbling. But um, so speaking of stumbling, uh, weird, weird games were, were played. Um, the Red Sox wound up 
winning their game against the uh, against Minnesota, which was a a nice reunion that they had with uh, uh, Christian Vasquez, who was a big part of that 2018 Red Sox team. Uh, the Red Sox got another catcher's interference to go their way late in the game. They tied the game in the eighth, and then came the just a, a, a banana boat 10th inning. The Twins scored a couple of runs to take a 4-2 lead with a stupid ghost runner, but at least another run came around. The Red Sox rallied in the bottom of the 10th, and there was a big part of the rally was a swing and a miss on a third strike and the ball getting away from Christian Vasquez, the runner getting on. There was a phenomenal double play. My son, who does not follow baseball, doesn't really care about baseball, he was sitting with me when the game was going on, and even he said, that was really cool. There was a, the, the, the Red Sox had um, runners on, I believe it was runners on, on the corners, and where if the runner scored, it would have tied the game in the, in the 10th inning. And Miranda was the third baseman of the Twins. There was a sharp ball that hit him as he's charging it. And as he's charging it, the runner on third who's making a break for home happens to be right next to it. Looks like they're running side by side. So he just reaches out, tags the runner, and throws it across the diamond for the second out. And it looked like, oh, wow, look at that. The, the It was, uh, you know, suddenly it's a double play. And then Verdugo hit a ball that right field in Fenway Park is bizarre. And it happened to find the one, I mean, you couldn't have, with a laser pointer, couldn't have found the spot any better. Found the one place where it could hit the base of the wall where the right field kind of jets in. And it's not a home run, but it was right next to the yellow line. So nobody knew. Was it a homer? Was it a hit? Was it a foul ball? And after review, the Red Sox won 5-4. And the Red Sox have won. They took three out of four from the Angels. They won a wild game against the Minnesota Twins. Uh, The Red Sox are back to 500. And the Twins lost. So with the Twins loss and Cleveland's loss, then, uh, you know, the Tigers' victory looks even better. By the way, another weird game. Uh, the Phillies and the White Sox played a doubleheader. The Phillies took the first game. And then Lucas Giolito was throwing a no-hitter. But because this is now, we're not allowed to finish no-hitter games. And um, the, the Phillies only got one dang hit the whole game. So the White Sox, who are off to a, a kind of a disappointing start, got a big win against the, the Phillies. Uh, listen to Lockdown Yankees. Stacey Gatsoulias covered what I was about to say about them. But uh, the Yankees rotation is showing some wear and also some tear. Uh, uh, Clark Schmidt pitched terribly. Uh, didn't get didn't get through the fourth inning. Uh, he let up four runs in three and two-thirds innings in the game against the Angels that included a, uh, a home run by Shohei Otani. Uh, two hits from Mike Trout. Uh, you know, the, the Angels pitching wasn't that great either, but the Yankees wound up losing that game. And, you know, the Yankees are off to an okay start, but there there's, there are cracks in the armor of their starting rotation. And they made the great point on Lockdown Yankees, check their show out, that um, 
the fact that they traded away Sears, they traded away um, the, in the in the deal for Frankie Montas, several major league ready pitchers. That Montas is injured. They also traded away Jordan Montgomery, who's been wonderful for St. Louis, for Harrison Bader, who was fine in the playoffs. But their rotation is getting thinner and thinner. Once again, you know these games count, and you're gonna if you're having to go to your bullpen in the fourth inning every dang day, it's eventually going to catch up. Uh, just going around the league, the Rangers, you know, they're still in first place in the American League West, and they had a five-run sixth inning, which was uh, highlighted by Garcia's three-run home run, and the Rangers absolutely demolished the Royals. And, hey, Another hero from the 2018 Red Sox, Nathan Uvalde, pitched well. I'm glad to see that. Again, I did say at the beginning of the year that I didn't trust that Uvalde and Jacob deGrom will stay healthy, but I'm big fans of both of them. I want to be wrong. And so, you know, very big game for the Rangers. Another surprise first-place team are the D-backs, and the D-backs had a wild six-run uh, fourth inning, which uh, Gabriel uh, uh Gabriel Moreno's hit a three-run home run. And then the Cardinals just kept coming at him, coming at him, coming. Wilson Contreras hit two home runs, and it became an 8-7 game. But uh, Castro sealed the deal. And so the D-backs, now the the Dodgers won, of course, against the Mets. But with the three-game losing streak by San Diego, the D-backs are still in first. The D-backs are four games above 500 as we're going to be entering late April. If you're going to have a team that has a surprise year and does better than you expect, it helps to go into the second month without you already throwing in the towel. By the way, uh, Paul Holden of Lockdown Rockies, check out his show, is talking about throwing in the towel for the season already because uh, it just it's looking ugly for the Rocks. I was hoping the Rocks would be, well, I picked them to be the worst team in baseball. So what am I kidding? They started the season 5-13. and 13. Uh, The uh, Jack Sawinski hit a big home run. And Chris Bryant hit a home run for the Rockies. Good for him. But the Pirates won 5-3. to three And keep it with, uh, even though the Brewers won in a weird and wild extra inning game against Seattle, Pirates are above 500 too. Cubs are above 500, but they played the minor league A's. Oh, my God, the A's. They may lose 120 games. It's funny, and I'll talk about this in the third segment because I got a couple of responses to some of my thoughts about um, uh, David Ross. They haven't lost since I said they should fire him. You're welcome, Cubs fans. Uh, but, yeah, the, the, the A's and the Cubs were scoreless into the eighth. I remember checking. I wasn't watching the game, but I kept seeing, like, oh, look at the A's. And I made the prediction at the end of the year that they would be a scrappy team, that they'd be a team that would, you know, may not win a lot, but they would give teams fits. Yeah, they gave them fits all right. They let up a four spot in the eighth and were shut out again. The A's have a negative 76 run differential. They've lost. They are the anti-Rays. They are the anti-Braves. They've lost... 15 of their first 18 games. They're not playing 170 ball at this point. Yeah, it's 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 kind of sort of sad. But the Pirates won. And uh, with that, 
they're staying as relevant as they can. So look at if you want to go into May and be a surprise team, don't be like the A's. They're they're cooked. Don't be like the Royals. They're cooked. Don't be like the Rockies. They're cooked. Don't and you know oddly the Cardinals look like a cooked team right now. The team that looked like they were the only team trying to win the Central, they keep losing. And of course the Nats are cooked. So look at there's a lot going on. Big games happening, and as we are soon entering late April, we'll get to the point where we'll start to see who just had a good month or who will get to Memorial Day still being relevant. I mean, it's all part of the game if you're a general manager, because what do you do? When you get to that point, do you go for it? Do you rebuild? What do you do? It's hard to be a baseball GM, and I know that from playing ultimate pro baseball GM. It is the coolest game for someone like me who's been doing some form of fantasy GM construction my whole baseball fandom life. Stratomatic, Pursue the Pennant, Digital Diamond, Hardball, all that I've played. And nothing beats pro baseball GM because it, it allows you to manage every strategic aspect of a franchise playing through seasons, leading your franchise advanced to glory as you build a historic dynasty. In the simulation, you're responsible for hiring the coaches, managing team finances, scouting, drafting players, all the things you're going to be doing behind the scenes, like free agency, the ups and downs of the season. I have my Honolulu Waves have won the last two games. Maybe we're going to turn the season around. Maybe I don't have to fire my manager. And it's a realistic game world, and you can play it for free, offline, play on the go, play everywhere you want to go. So Lockdown MLB listeners get a 100% free boost to the franchise when using promo code Lockdown the Game Store. So make sure to check it out. To download the game, just visit probaseballgm.com. Scan the code or look it up on the App Store. That's probaseballgm.com. Ultimate Baseball GM. Start your dynasty today. Uh, before we wrap up here, I want to just, uh, uh, ask you if you are a regular fan. Put a hashtag everyday Sully so I know who's listening to us and where you are. Uh, you could be like uh, Bill Jacobson, who's a Twitter listener, says everyday Sully from Green Bay. Uh, he thinks that Craig Council is a lame duck manager. He's got his team in first place at this point. Possibly his choice. Maybe he wants to ski and then daddle. He's a state treasurer, the longest tenured manager in franchise history. He deserves a mention. I'm sure D-back and Marlin fans would be good with a Craig shout out. Yeah, because the Diamondbacks and the Marlins both had come from behind victories in game seven of their World Series. The Marlins in 97, D-backs in 2001. And Craig Council was part of both rallies. He scored the World Series winning run in 1997. He got a key hit by pitch in the ninth inning rally in 2001. What do you know? And he's the Brewers manager. Um, uh, there was a couple other where I had one other. Oh, uh, Kyle King. I know you've been listening to the show for a long time. Uh, he wrote every day, Sully. He's catch up on my podcast. I just got back from Thailand. Want to make sure I let you know I listen to every episode, even when abroad. Oh, I love knowing that there are people in Thailand, even if it's just you traveling, Kyle King. Uh, oh, hey, Amos George is an everyday Sully listener, and he's in Sydney, Australia. Good to hear you. And I know my buddy Marcel, a.k.a. Cubs fan with an eight, is somewhere out in uh, is somewhere out in 
the land listening to our and I know because he he agreed with me about David Ross. He thinks that David Ross shouldn't be the manager. Uh, and uh, also a YouTube commenter named Scott E says, I couldn't agree more about Ross. Loved him as a player, but he's a terrible manager. Time to let go of 16 and look ahead for the next Cubs contender. Well, you know what? I, I, I've cursed him to winning. You know, I, I didn't think he was the right man for the job. Ooh, let me get rid of this lower third. Sorry about that. Um, didn't think he was the right man for the job. But alas, the you know, Cubs are uh, on a nice little three-game winning streak. You know, the, the Oakland A's just cures all ill, don't they? It's unbelievable that at one point they were above 500. They started the season 1-0. Remember they won that wild, that stupid game against Shohei Otani? Well, um, it's going to take a while to get them back to 500. So please, please, if you're if you're listening to us and, and you're uh, – and you want us to, you, know, you want to mention, let me know where you're listening from and uh, give me a hashtag Everyday Sully. There you go. Put that hashtag, whether it's on YouTube or on Instagram or on Twitter. Let me know. Let me know. Uh, full slate of games happening on Wednesday. It's going to be fun seeing. I, you know, I love it when an unexpected team does well, and I would love to see the Pirates do well. I just love to see the Pirates do well. I've always had a soft spot in my heart for the Pirates. Their team that no one gives a chance to. Oh, I'd love to see them do well. But we're going to see. We're going to see which teams are for real and which teams are just having a nice few weeks. And we're going to see if the Braves could catch the Rays for the best start, at least in terms of win-loss record. Hey, I want to just thank everyone, especially my everyday Sulliers, for making us your first listen every day. I love doing the show. Um, We are going to be talking with Nick Morawski of Locked On Chicago White Sox coming up very soon. And um, we'll also be talking about the Blue Jays in an upcoming episode as well. And again, if you have anything you want me to talk about or cover, just send it to me via Twitter at Sully Baseball or Locked On MLB Pods on Twitter or on Instagram. Talking about the teams who gave us a wild night of baseball, including Clayton Kershaw with 200 victories and continuing making his argument to be one of if not the greatest los angeles dodger of all time you can look it up this has been locked on mlb i am your host paul francis sullivan please call me sully